0: Moncrief on news talk As you may know the new Willy Wonka movie is out this week and unlike some of the previous iterations of the story the chocolate in this movie is very real it was the job of chocolatier Gabriella Cugno to create all the sweets in the movie Gabriella good afternoon Good afternoon so when they first approached you about this, did you receive a, a, a kind of very detailed brief, especially with, I suppose, visual references as to what they wanted the the various chocolate things to look like?
1: Yeah, well, um well, when I, just before I started, I received the script, um, and there was actually no visuals for what um, they wanted it, <laughs> wanted the chocolate to look like. So I kind of just had to come up with the imagination of, um, of what they'll look like um, based on the script I was reading. Um, and the descriptions that were written.
0: Okay. I, I, I mean, I wonder, is there anything in the books that describes what various things look like?
1: In the books? I mean, I, do, I definitely took inspiration from like, from the other movies. Um, but for this one, it's like, because it's a totally new film and the chocolates are so different. Um, there was, um, yeah, not much inspiration at the start, um, but it was just um, from the descriptions. I just, um, yeah. Just, yeah.
0: And then was it a process of making slightly different versions of each of them so they could choose which one they thought would work the best? Yeah,
1: yeah exactly. So um, it was the first time Paul, um, the director, Paul King, um, seeing the chocolates um, and just to make sure that he liked at least one of them. Um, and just so I could like um, understand his vision, I created um, about five different versions. Um, of each chocolate. Um, so, for instance, the Hoverchalk, I created five versions um, and all the other ones. And he would, um, for the first time he saw the chocolates, he would come around and he would be drawn um, to to kind of one of each. And that's how I, I guess, I gained um,
0: the knowledge of what he was looking for. Okay. And and the Hoverchalks, you made hundreds of them. Is that right? Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. So I made, around well, between, I think about between 700 and 900 Hoverchalks for the movie.
0: Crikey! Uh, are they were they made by hand, or did you have some sort of a mold? Uh, yes.
1: Um, well, they were all they were all made by hand, but there was molds. Um, there was molds used to create the shape. Um, so there was like four different shapes per per hoverchoc, if that makes sense. Um, and then they were all, um, you know, holes were melted into them. They were all embellished with gold and pink dots, um, and then all kind of assembled together.
0: How long did it take you just to do that? That must have been a hell of a lot of work.
1: Yeah, that took a long time, and um, well, that took um, I think around four to six weeks to make that amount, but that was quite quick um, compared to the other chocolates as well.
0: Yeah. Oh, really? Okay. And, yeah. and and when when they were shooting the scenes with the hover chocks, was there security on uh, uh, um, you know to stop you know camera people stuffing them in, into their mouths and then they <laughs> wouldn't have enough left?
1: I think the security was me and the prop standbys. <laughs> we were all very protective over the chocolates because they take so so long to make. Yeah, um, everyone was very respectful.
0: Was there an issue with because you know studio uh, uh, lights can get uh, can generate a certain amount of heat. You have to be mindful of things potentially melting.
1: Yeah, definitely. I definitely had to take that into consideration. And just because I didn't really like realize at the time um, what the sets were going to be like and how hot they were going to be. But thankfully, we actually shot most of the scenes um, in the winter. So that definitely helped with the heat, but it was definitely something I had to consider for sure.
0: Yeah. And so that took uh, four to six weeks work. What what took the longest amount of, of time for you? Well,
1: what took the, like, so there was there's one chocolate at the end of the movie, which you'll see. And that took it's it's very, very detailed, and that took around three weeks to make just 80 of them. And then you'll see there's a blue flower in um in one of the scenes that you'll see, and that took just a one whole day to just make one. Because there's about 250 to 300 individual
0: petals stuck
1: onto this one flower.
0: Oh my word! This is kind of like uh, this is kind of Bake Off kind of level of uh, uh, standard here. In that it, it, I, I assume um, very intricate work, and and yeah. did, did, in some cases did you have to figure out how you were going to make it, if you know what I mean? Because nobody had made anything like this before.
1: Yeah, definitely. I think like my experience with artistic chocolate in the past has definitely helped here. Um, but I was just I would just from, from the script, I would draw what what I thought the design would would be um, and what ideas I had. and then just from that design, just make it and see, see how it can make, be made out of chocolate. But I definitely had to consider um, how the actors were gonna be um, eating them. How they, if they were going to be waving them around I just didn't know at this point until the scene actually happened. Um, so yeah everything had to be considered in that respect.
0: And, and was there a particular sort of chocolate you went for in making uh, the various things With, you know was it all milk chocolate or did you go for kind of you know 70% cocoa type chocolate?
1: Um, it was a total mixture so it depends on the color and of course dietary requirements I think dietary requirements are a really big thing. Um, and really important. So dark chocolate was a big thing for that. And also dark chocolate is a lot more stable than milk and white chocolate. So for um, for like bigger, bigger things that needed to be to stand for a long time, dark chocolate would be the choice there. But if I needed to make something a pale color, um, white chocolate would be a good choice for that as well, but mostly dark chocolate.
0: Okay. Yeah. But w- were there tricky situations where you can only really make something with say, milk chocolate, but the actor might be lactose intolerant and he had to try and somehow negotiate around that?
1: Um, well, if, if so the dietary would be the most important thing. So I would um, kind of alter my technique of making the chocolate to, for it to be used with dark chocolate. So I would, I would use different colour and things like that that didn't affect the dietary.
0: Okay, yeah. Was there also a factor how sticky the chocolate was? Because I imagine if you're in the middle of a scene, you take a bite of something and then, you know, your mouth gets all gummed up and you can't say your lines for a few minutes.
1: <laughs> it's true. Well, luckily, I think when they were eating the chocolates, it was more of a kind of mumble with the chocolate in the mouth. <laughs> um, but I definitely I, I didn't want um, if there was a certain type of filling and if it was really liquid for it all to kind of go over the costume that took so long to make um so yeah they were filled with lots of different kind of things
0: right okay the filling i hadn't even thought of that yeah (laughs) uh but you would you uh, and would you have been aiming for that filling to be runny to some degree at least because so it could be seen
1: and in some of them so there's a one chocolate called the silver linings that you'll see in the trailer Um, and it's a cloud with a silver lining and a lightning bolt And that, well, one of the ingredients for that is liquid sunlight. So I had um, (laughs) a slightly slightly juicy mango and passion fruit um, kind of gel in that to represent that. And that was slightly more runny um, than the other chocolates. So it all depended
0: on what was being seen on the movie. Okay, that sounds lovely. Was it a factor whether the the chocolate tasted nice or not, given that it's a visual medium?
1: Yeah, I know, I guess. I guess normally, I mean, flavour is the most important thing when it comes to chocolate. But for this, um, I really wanted to to have good flavour. But I guess the the look of it was the most important thing. Yeah. But for me, um, flavour of course is is really important. I one, wanted that to be a really big thing. Um, also for just mem like the the memorable side of things for the actors. And also, they're going to be eating, but you know, they might have to do twenty takes of one chocolate. So I really wanted it to taste good, Um, and to balance that, so you know, some of them would have like really kind of sharp, juicy raspberry in them to cut through like the fat and sugar, just so, just to make sure they
0: didn't feel sick at the end of it. Yeah, Uh, and after when when you know scenes were shot and 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 it, it was those the role of those particular chocolates had come to an end. Do you know what happened to the chocolates?
1: Oh, they were all eaten or saved, <laughs> so yes. like we might have to reshoot um, a few scenes like uh, a few weeks after, so they were all saved, and right at the end, um, if we didn't get if they didn't get used,
0: which most of them were to be honest,
1: um they were eaten
0: okay, who owns the copyright on the chocolates now? Can you like set up a business uh, flogging hover chocolates now?
1: <laughs> yeah no I can't quite <laughs> I won't be able to um, to quite um sell hover chocks <laughs> for that and set up a business yes. Um, but
0: yeah, I'm not sure about that one. That's <laughs> okay. Sorry, didn't want to get you into legally <laughs> difficult waters at all. Uh, Gabriella Cugno is a chocolatier uh, based in Cardiff. Uh, Gabriella, thank you very much. My
1: pleasure.
0: Moncrief, weekdays at 2 p.m. on News Talk.